back in football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast with two special guests. I am Danny Williams. I got Danny Bailey and Alex Becker in with me. Hey, guys. Hey, Danny. Hey, what's up, Danny? That's a nice hat you got today. Oh, shucks. This whole thing. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Um, I like that hoodie you got going on here. Thank you. Thank and you. And Alex got that uh, Carolina, um, mm. I'm sorry, that Tar Heels. Yeah, Carolina Tar Heels yeah, blue Jordan. Yeah, piece. sorry. I thought I mentioned Duke <laughs> in there somewhere. I got that. No, I, no, I thought no, I threw no, a Duke no, no. color in there. No, my bad. Um, thanks for being with us. We're uh, live from Mile High Sports Studios here. Um, it's a football Friday, so we got obviously some Broncos and Cardinals to talk about. Maybe we'll add in here because we just discussed it before we started the podcast. Our best couple bets of the week and try to break down this game. Had uh, Ed Smith, former uh, NFL tight end. He was a baseball player, too, on the show as well. Does a bunch of stuff for the Cardinals, some radio and some uh, podcasting stuff. Um, and it was kind of interesting because we asked him, okay, you know, he's, he's there with the Cardinals getting up. He's like here with the Broncos. And we told, we asked him, who would you rather <laughs> Kyler Murray or, or Russell Wilson? And he said Russ, and I was surprised by it. And no and hesitation either. No hesitation. Um, was a little bit surprised. You know, one guy's trash is another guy's treasure. You know what True. I mean? Um, but again, you know, so we're not the only team who has it bad. And Kyler's young. They're definitely committed to his money. If Russ can't play in a year or two, he kind of retires and they're off the hook for that money. So, you know, a lot of different circumstances and kind of situations there to kind of think about, um, like, who has it worse I guess, but I thought that was really interesting amongst some of the stuff that he had um, to say today. Do you like Kyler Murray as a player? I do. Yeah, I think he's talented. I think he can do a lot of things on what's the football the field that other people cannot do. Um, what's the problem with his game? What do you mean, what's the problem? He's got leadership stuff that's coming to Does question. He? Yes. Does the quarterback always have to be the leader? Because um, Russ doesn't lead I this team. I think where you would say, like, you're leaning towards... No, and then you can say, well, is Brock Purdy a leader or is he just a guy? You know, look what they have yeah. going on. I'd say, yeah. I think the best quarterbacks are I still also would say leaders. Yeah. I think that you have to be at that position. I don't think you – I mean, Russell Wilson's not a leader. Dang. Or maybe he's just an what untraditional leader. What do you mean by that? How, in I mean, what fashion? The, do you mean like he can't motivate guys or do you mean he's like – what do you mean by that? I think he's that a he does in his mannerisms, professionalism. I mean, like Aaron Rodgers isn't a leader, I don't think. <sighs> yeah, but I think That's he tough. is in a way. Yeah. Like what way? Because of the because of the passion he shows, because of the high standard that he holds his teammates to. He's not just all kumbaya and it's going to be all right and it's okay to suck and lose. You don't every think week. there's something to being that kind of ultra positive kind of leader all the time for your team? And there they is. See you working yeah. hard. They never see you down. They never see you frowning. They never see you um, when you're hurt, acting hurt, stuff like that. You don't think there's something to that with Russ that. Makes Russ unique and kind of... I think that that's where the bond between teammates grows stronger is when you you have to show that vulnerability with your team. Maybe you don't show it outwardly to the media, to the fans, to the rest of the league, but you've got to be able to be authentic with your team. I think there have been a lot of points this season where people didn't think Russ was really being real. You just like made me like, do I got to dig deep down and really try to work hard and figure this thing out or not? Like, I was just like, you just, I, I don't know, the feeling you just gave me, like, Russ, when he was at his best playing at the highest level, they were led by Pete Carroll in the defense. He was a yeah. second-year player and a third-year player. So that's not, 
shots at Russ necessarily. Look, I'm all for positivity. But Russ is the best you ever got and the most productive, productive you ever got. You know, most production you ever got out of Russ when he was, and when they're winning Super Bowls and competing for Super Bowls was when he was like a, a young pup. He wasn't a leader. He was just a guy then. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I'm I'm not trying to hate on Russ. Okay, hold on. Because he does great things in the community, and he is an NFL football player. He's obviously very talented. Is there a difference between leader? He scored Sierra. <laughs> is there a difference between leader and leader of men, or is that the same thing? Leader of men is just... Uh, it's just a cliche that people say. I think a leader of men is a buy-in. Like, that guy's just a leader of men. The guys gravitate to him. They want to be like him. They want to work hard for him. They listen to him. Leader can mean like, well, yeah, he does a good job, and he's working hard, and he sets a standard, and he's here early and working late. There's some leadership qualities in that. But being able to lead men into battle and make them believe um, that they can be victorious, that's a different kind of lead. That's a leader of men. Yeah, leader of men is something I think that is just in like football, maybe other sports and the military. And like a leader is just like people don't just say he's a leader. Yeah. They they always say he's a leader of men. You don't really need the of men part. If you're really a leader, you're a leader. Okay, maybe I got it wrong. Alex, what do you think? I mean, I think there's different ways to lead. A lot of people lead by example, and, uh, you know, they're not vocal guys. When I think a leader of men, it's, uh, it's a very vocal person, a guy who's uh, in charge of everything. Um, Was Von Miller a leader? No. I mean, he led by example, but he's not a leader of men. He saw uh, DeMarcus Ware up close. and That's a leader, DeMarcus Ware. That is a leader. But Vaughn, in the last few years, has tried to become more of one of those type of guys because he knows um, the significance of who he is and how people look at him, and then he knows what it takes because DeMarcus Ware kind of taught him and showed him the way. But definitely, Vaughn's not a natural leader in that sense. He's more of a... First, um, your first best soldier up, you know, to the leader to go to war with. You yeah. know what I mean? I'd agree. I with think that. that's yeah. what Russell Wilson is. He does. Hold on. Is Russ trying to be something he's not, or is this just who he is? No, I think this is. Well, I think this is the character he plays. What do you mean by that? In the public. I think that there, that Russ has created this persona for himself. And he works hard to uphold it. But I think that there are have been times in his life where Russ is like more himself. Okay, watch this. It's different than what he's being right now. Does Russ go home like uh, tonight? And he's in bed with Sierra, and they're talking about the day tomorrow. And you know, she's got a couple things she's got to do, and uh, kids have practice, and you know, kind of. Do you think he's like, damn, fuck, these receivers are shitty. It's just like they suck. They're not doing the job. I can't get it done with these guys. Um, got no tight end help. That's an anchor. It's you know an outlet. It should uh, you know help generate you know productions from the entirety of the offense. And you got productions from the tight end. Do, do you think he go, talk, goes home and talks like that to Sierra? No. I think maybe he says, "Man, I really hope that this uh, ownership group and George Payton are planning on prioritizing the offensive line so I can maximize." The rest of my career. So you think he's, he's done? Uh, but I think I think he frames it in a more positive way, and I think it's stuff he would never say outside of that's his own house. Some pretty good leadership. But type he would still of stuff. say that. That's not bad stuff. I don't know if it really is. I mean, he's you're he's saying a first he's, mate. He's a first mate. He's not a captain. You're saying his heart is very pure, and his intentions for his teammates are genuine. Yeah. Is that not leadership? 
I'm not saying it is. No, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. I think it's it. like being it's, a good teammate. Okay. But there's a difference between being a good teammate and being a good leader. Okay. I mean, I, I think there's two things that he hangs his hat on. It's being positive all the time, and it's his Christianity. It's the things we see over and over and over again. And, um, you know, no matter what, he's, he's always going to fall back to that. So, My God is an awesome God, like the song says, right? Yeah. It's, it's an okay song. <laughs> it's no one two step, but uh, <laughs> you know, Danny, that was that was a great question. I, you know, I've we've never seen him really do that. You know, tear apart his teammates or give any sign of doing that. I just think that I, for I one, he's got this like where people hate on him because no one could believe he's like that pure of heart, never negative, never not with a smile on his face. I think people think that's phony. And then part of the problem is, and we've said this before back when, like, the season was going down the drain. It's like you want to see a guy. It's the opposite of Jerry Maguire where, like, Rod Tidwell's emotionless and, like, why can't the fans love him? And, like, he's saying, you want me to dance? You know, Jerry Maguire's like, well, give him something to love you about. Show a little charisma. It's like the the opposite in a sense of, like, He's never, we want him to feel the way we're feeling, negative. It's more that, down. yeah. And he doesn't. He won't do that. He's truly positive. Maybe that's the JC stuff that he's talking about. Yeah. Jesus Christ stuff of Latter-day Saints. Um, I don't know. It was just something I heard in a commercial. I don't really mean that. I don't I mean, know if that like, ha- meant Have anything. we ever seen him? I don't want to offend anybody. Get in an argument with a teammate that wasn't initiated by, like, we saw the Purcell thing, but... And that wasn't even an argument because yeah, that it was, was Purcell, just Purcell yelling at him and him being like, all right. Like, have we seen him jump down the throat of a teammate or a coach ever in his whole career? I, I can't remember once. I don't know. No. I like this. I, I don't think we have. This conversations are pretty good, and I think two of us couldn't get to this the point that the three of us did on just trying to figure out who this guy is, where he falls short. Is he, is he, you know, maybe he's not the ultimate leader. Leaders come in lots of different ways and shapes and packages and forms. Um, I wouldn't want Russ to try to be something he's not. Okay, well, okay, okay. Then, does this team need a DeMarcus Ware, Akib Tlaib, TJ Ward, those kind of leaders, vocal veteran guys who are going to come in here and again, those guys came because Peyton was here, and they were like having about. To, they were coming to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, you can't get that same quality of guy here coming to the worst offense of the league. Absolutely not. So then, is it on George Peyton? Is he the only guy who could fix this? No. Well, who is? I mean, everybody has to play a role in fixing it because everybody what is. What Everybody has done bad right now. Who's left after this year? What do you mean? Who's left? Well, like the guys who are going to be able to fix the Broncos going into next year. Who are that? Who's that going to be? Who's not going to be a part of that? Who's not going to be a part of it? Yeah. Nathaniel? Russ? Probably Nathaniel. He won't Probably be some of offensive it. line guys. I, if, the, um, if Nathaniel Hackett's gone, the entire coaching staff has gone with them. They'll try their best to keep Evero. Yeah. And they'll probably um, give him assistant head coaching kind of privileges and things like that. Let him keep some of his guys and make him one of the highest paid coordinators in the league. That's the only way you can keep a guy like that. And we'd have to hope he doesn't get a head coaching job. He doesn't go sweep people off their feet on another franchise, you know, for another franchise. And people look at him, like we said, like that Robert Sala cat yeah. with the Jets. So, okay. I, I, that's, that's good conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's hard to say who's going to be here and who's not because we don't really know. So are these guys not doesn't even being know yet. led? Are they just not good enough? 
You know what I mean? I think there's it's there's too many things to play into it to just have it be one or the other. It's too bad you're saying to have it just be one or two things. Like it's so yeah. low there's such an yeah. low spot. But I do think that because of how many games have been close, a little leadership would have gone a long way and they would have won some of those games. Okay. But it's too much on Justin Simmons trying to be the the guy bringing the whole team along. It's too much on Corlin Sutton when I don't think that's his personality either. I think he can lead the group of receivers. I think he can, for the most part, lead the offense, but the team Have the Broncos as a whole whole been exposed as frauds? And what I mean by that is not just Hackett and not Russ, but like what everybody thought this team could have been with Russ to put him over the top. Corlin Sutton, guys like that. It's just like every year in the NFL. There's always a team. There's always teams that way underperform, and there's teams that way overperform. Are the Broncos? Everybody got hyped on the on the Broncos nationally and locally, and it's like nobody's to blame. It doesn't mean that anybody's a fraud necessarily. Yeah, I don't think they're frauds. How many teams, Alex, are in the NFL? Thirty-two. Are the Broncos in the somewhere in the thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen range? For most talented teams in the league, or are they in the bottom five of the bottom five least talented teams in the NFL? Um, like when fully healthy, I'd say they're middle of the pack with uh, with the full bill of health. What about you? Yeah, they're the top of the bottom half. Top of the bottom half? Yeah. So like bottom 10, but like 22, 23? No, top of the bottom half. So like 26. So like 16. 17, oh, 18. Okay, see? Top of the bottom half. I don't you know, believe any. I don't, I don't believe that at all. You think they're in the bottom part, huh? I think they're in the bottom part. So let's just pick like a random. I'm going to NFL standings right here. Let's just pick like a random AFC and a random NFC team, okay? Um, let's see here. What about like, are they more talented or less talented than the Patriots? More talented. Probably more talented, yeah. Okay. I'd say they're, like, equally as talented, the Patriots. I think that the Patriots don't have a bunch of names of guys that we know, and I think that makes you feel like, you know, not. Okay, what about um, the Dolphins? They're definitely not as talented as the Dolphins. Not even close, right? They're way more talented. Um, The Dolphins are way more talented. What about the Jets? Incredible secondary. Great young running back who got hurt. Mm, I think they're similar to the Jets. Like the makeup of the they're team probably is very around similar. Even. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Don't you think the Jets have more like younger ascending players? That's not what you said. Okay, I'm just saying now that we're inside of like it. the majority of the talents on I the think defense, that yeah, like the Broncos. Yeah, they're they definitely are on the younger side of it. Raiders. That's a lot of talent. Raiders have some talent. Raiders have talent. It's it's Renfro, a it's coaching. Waller, and, yeah. Guys, they're not playing. Max but Crosby. again, that's we're talking about the completeness of the team. Hollins, right? Yeah, Matt Collins. Yeah. They got some guys. They a lot of a lot of Pro Bowl level players. Yeah. Okay, and a lot of people like Derek Carr more than me. So okay, um, the Browns still good defense. Two good running backs. Mm. The, the the quarterback now. Browns are pretty good. Amari the Browns Cooper. are more talented than the Broncos because their coach is better too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, uh, the Jaguars. This is a this is a murky one for me. I'm not I'm not really sure. I think the Broncos are more talented than the, than the Jags. I don't. I'd say it's about the same. Because like everything you think the Broncos have more or better than them is like what they got a better. Yeah, it's good of a young running back as Javante, I think, and um, uh, Adam Mommy. 
Beans? Etienne? Yeah. Um, At a moment. <laughs> they have uh, the Spitzmoney, a couple receivers. Evan Their Ingram's de- been going off. Their yeah. defense has been playing good. Ingram is a great story. And then you have the number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence, who's kind of like ascending now. I think they got a lot more to offer than the Broncos. And the number one yeah, pick on the D-line, too. I think you're changing the question. I might be. You asked more talented. Not like who has more, who has a higher ceiling. That's well, a that's part of I think the that's talent. A different question. That's part of the package of the talent. What yeah, but there's is a your difference talent? between like talent established and talent potential. Well, that's you know? that's why we're chopping it up. Yeah. That's 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 the banter part of it because you know there's young talent and there's older talent. Like the Bucks are got a lot of talent. Yeah, it's but they all, can't it's win. They're over the hell. Yeah. They're over. It's over the talents. Over the that talent has to be like reconstructed. Take a few of those guys away, add some young guys. That's, you know, so I'm just, okay, uh, maybe one or two more. It's like, who's the most talented team? Where can the Broncos get there? No, not at close. Trent. Yeah, it would take a couple years. It's yeah. it's probably like, it's maybe Buffalo, maybe. I, I think Philadelphia has a Let me ask crap Philly, ton of talent. Philly has and a ton we'll of talent. This. I think Dallas has a lot of talent. Too. Who, are, yeah. the, who yeah. are the two or three least talented teams in the league? The Texans. Okay. Yeah, and after nobody. the Texans. Like Saints, Falcons, Panthers. Um, I don't know. I don't think the Broncos are that much more talented than like, I not more talented than the Saints. Like the Bears, the, the Bears don't the have Falcons a lot of talent. I mean, I, I don't think I know, the Bears a have a ton one. of talent. Bears there. have a lot of talent at quarterback. Yeah, but I don't know. Not See, a ton I guess side of that. Yeah. 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 Okay, I didn't really have a rhyme or reason or and that, not even a conclusion. It just makes me feel like we can make the argument. And you said it, top of the bottom half. I That's, feel they're more like 20, 21, 22. Yeah, and I feel like around the middle, like between 15 and 25, Yeah, everybody is separated by just fractions of a percent. And coaching, you know? and it's just a lot of different factors. So, okay, yeah. um, then let's just let's wrap this uh, podcast up here. Predict the game itself. Oh, boy. What happens? Oh, uh, what do we say yesterday? Uh, yeah, 17-10, 19-13, something like that. I'll go Broncos. I'll go Broncos. I, like I said, I think they're going to feast against Colt McCoy, maybe turn him over once or twice. Uh, he's a good little player. He's all right. Don't sleep. He's all right. Okay, what about you? I mean, I don't think Colt McCoy is much more than what he is, which is a backup quarterback. Yeah. Alex is right. I think this is a great day for the defense to go have a special day. Well, how's Ripon um, going to? They've be had two days in a row. McCoy. They've had two games in a row with one guy getting two interceptions. If wow, Sertan, yeah. if Sertan could get two picks in this game after getting his first last game yeah. against Mahomes, that would be pretty big. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping for just a big defensive game. Hopefully, defense scores. I, got uh, I don't think he'll, I don't he'll think have his chances too. I mean, yeah. he'll be against Hopkins, so they, yeah. you know they're going to throw the they ball. They got to throw. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't. Paul McCoy's unfoid. He's going to go out there. Yeah, and try to he's going to go out and play to win. He's not going out but there to try to. Brett Rippin or Russell Wilson, whoever pl- ends up playing, is going to do the same thing. I hope Russ doesn't play. If they play him, there's no way. In my great mind for him. That he would ever be able to be put on the field. It's a smoke screen. Yeah, I and you, when you said that, what, what was it yesterday or the day before? Mm. It makes sense to do that, mm-hmm. but from what some of the people have said around here that I've heard who are pretty plugged in, it might be trending towards he's actually going to play. Unplug him. I got this. 
Yeah? Yeah, I think so. All There's right. no way. I just well, like I like Brett Rippon. I love Brett Rippon. Hashtag let it rip. Um, Jerry <laughs> no. Judy. 17-16. Cool. Cardinals. Really? I'm not like, I'm not being a hater. I'm just like, I think Colt McCoy is this much better than Brett Rippon. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I, he held his fingers an inch apart since no one could inch. see what he did. You inch. think uh, Vance Joseph's going to shut Brett Rippon down or come up with a good game plan? Well, guys. <laughs> it's gonna be close, guys. Uh, we're we're back. Um, no, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. I love the under. Um, yeah, it's a, a close game. The unders for sure a, a good play. If yeah. you if it's down right down the middle, split right down the middle. Why would you not take the points? If you know, for guys like me who just love the chalk, to take the points, I gotta push myself and convince myself to take the points sometimes. And a lot of times when I do, it ends up paying off because it's I'm getting free points in a game I think is split down the middle. So that's the podcast. That's the Broncos Blitz podcast brought to you by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. $750 sign-up bonus they have right now. you got to go take advantage of that. That's one of the best in the game. That's one of the best I've heard of, actually. Um, you can go sample the website and then go take a look um, um, at the app, download it, register, safe, secure, easy to use, become a winner like us. Total Beverage, TotalBev.com as well. Holiday season, I mean, like the countdown is totally on. We're days now away from Christmas. Not weeks. We're within two weeks. Whoa. Did you guys buy me anything good yet, or do you want my I think it's the other way around. Christmas You're supposed list. to buy us stuff. Well, tell me what you want. What are you guys <laughs> wanting this year? What are you wanting? I'll tell you off air. Russell Wilson jersey. Are you being serious? No, 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 no. <laughs> that was good. That was funny. <laughs> he actually thought about it for I a said, second. Are you being serious? I was like, because they're probably in clearance. No, yeah. uh, <laughs> no. Okay, uh, that's it. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. What? Real quick, your handle, uh, Twitter. Go. Uh, a Becker Sports. Danny Bailey. At D Bailey fifty two eighty. I'm at Tweet Danny on Twitter. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.